Salutations, everyone. This is Ian, and welcome back to Bonk. This is a ragtag band-together group of us, where we'll be talking about two books, one being The 57 Bus, and the other being Getting Away With Murder. Today I'll be reviewing Getting Away With Murder by Chris Crow or Crow E, however you pronounce it. The book was made in the year 2003, and was published by Dial Books for Young Readers. And I, Kalud, will be reviewing The 57 Bus by Dashka Slater, made in the year 2017, published by Farrar Strauss Girax Books for Young Readers. In Getting Away with Murder, the story revolves around the murder of a 14-year-old boy named Emmett Till and the unfair ruling of the jury. What's your main idea? In the 57 bus, we follow a non-binary high schooler named Sasha and a male high schooler named Richard. The story revolves around them, the people that they are, and the people that they interact with, and the fire that became a staple in history for good. The main theme that shows a lot, or shows up a lot in getting away with murder is racial injustice. You find this many times throughout the book in certain paragraphs where the author talks about integration and other subjects like that, like the court decisions that occurred during this period. The main theme of the book is not all that similar. What I see as a main theme is gender equality and the thought of acceptance of all genders, sexualities, races, etc. You see with Richard as he claims he's homophobic due to the crime he committed. Um, there are like also mentions of gender inequality in some parts of the book. However, it more focuses on the acceptance of you know genders and sexuality and such rather than the oppression of them. Hmm. Recently in the news, we saw news of an innocent man named Ahmad Arbery. This black innocent man was shot and killed by two white men thinking Ahmad was robbing a place. The reason why the investigation took so long to start up was because of the lack of evidence. By the sound of it, when a lawyer or a detective started to look into it, or into the case of Ahmad Arbery, the lawyer slash detective started in the town where the events took place. No one in the town thought the two white men did anything wrong. In fact, they thought that the men were in the right. There wasn't enough evidence until a certain video showed up on the internet. It was a video showing the murder of Ahmad. Even when the evidence was found, more and more people started to advocate for the white men. But no one stood by to let these murderers go. Many more people started to band together to show the white men were most certainly wrong. The 57 bus brought us into the life of Sasha in the first part, walks us through how Sasha was presented as their, with their friend Andrew being transgender and identifying as male, one day coming to the realization that they're non-binary. Everyone accepts them for who they are, and there's little protest from anyone other than some seeing cross-dressing as odd. However, during their part, we also see their parents, Carl and Debbie, face homophobia and oppression, like when... Carl got uh, harassed um, because of the assumption that he was um, homosexual. And Debbie um, facing uh, oppression as a woman. 
Later on in the book, we meet Richard, a teenager who grew up with records of, of crime in his life. However, despite them, he's compassionate, he's funny, he's optimistic, he's overall seemingly a good person. Their worlds collide when Richard dared to, was dared to light Sasha's skirt as a prank, expecting it to light up in a little flame and them to put it out quickly. When that fails, leaving Sasha with horrible burns, he is arrested and trialed as an adult. He claims his reason to have done it was due to him being homophobic and was going to get sentenced to life in prison, but got shortened to seven years in prison with the additional possibility of, of being shortened to five years if he was good. Then this story was published and sent out as the infamous book called The 57 Bus, informing people of the incident and spreading awareness of oppression amongst genders and sexualities. Now, this podcast might not seem all conversational. It's because not only did we hear that we're supposed to be, uh, what was it? Uh, we're supposed to have big words in the podcast. Uh, sophisticated. Sophisticated words and in a conversation. Uh, and plus, two of our books are different and so are the main themes. So it's a little more difficult to have a united casual yeah casual conversation I, even though we could say like hey what's yours about another like that yeah. if we did actually read each other's books i bet that we could easily easily connect both of our um well not really connect but we could both definitely agree with each other on the main themes yeah and be able to discuss more and I guess next we'll go to our slam poem. Yeah. Uh, it may start out like a roses are red, but it, trust me, it gets better. It still is quite short, but other than that, uh, enjoy. Roses are red, but you know what else is? The blood streaming out of my innocent head. What did I do to deserve this torture? Exist? Be, be me? You hear Sisi Nisawa, we are the same, and sing it to your children like some sort of game. Then you shoot us, kill us for being ourselves. Some things never change. All right, well, that's our poem. And, and we hope you come to the understanding of the story of Sasha and Richard and advocate for those who are being oppressed. Anyway, this has been your favorite podcast, Bonk, with Ian and... Collude.